Miracy. Once in Japan, an old woman was gathering firewood in the forest when she saw a sparrow hopping around on the ground. It was almost as if the sparrow couldn't fly. The woman put down her firewood and slowly walked up to the bird. Don't worry, little friend, she whispered. I won't hurt you. Just let me have a look at what seems to be wrong. She broke up a piece of the rice cake she brought for her lunch and let the sparrow peck at the rice. As the sparrow ate, the woman examined the bird and saw that it had a broken wing. Poor thing, she said. Come home with me. I'll take care of you. The woman carefully picked up the sparrow and brought it home. She made a warm nest for it with silk cloth in a basket. She wrapped the bird's wing in a bandage so it would heal properly. And every day, she brought it grains of rice to eat and cool, fresh water to drink. As the days went by and the weeks went by, finally the bird was able to move its injured wing and make short hops and flights across the small house. A few weeks later, it could fly with ease. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, the Story Coach, and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. In each episode, we explore a story, a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story, so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. Then, finally, one day, when the woman opened the window shutters, the bird flew out. Goodbye, called the woman but the bird was already gone. She figured that she would never see that sparrow again, but she was wrong. The next day, when she opened her shutters, the sparrow flew into the house and clink, dropped a silver coin on the table. The woman used the coin to buy some food. The next day, the bird returned with another coin and another and another. Each day, it brought her another coin. Soon the woman was wealthy, but she always shared her wealth with those around her. The woman's neighbor couldn't help but notice the old woman's newfound prosperity. That made her curious. Finally, one day, she visited the woman and wheedled the story out of her. Huh, helping a hurt sparrow. Two can play at that game, she thought as she walked home. The next day, the neighbor woman went into the woods looking for an injured bird. When she couldn't find one right away, she decided, I can always make one be injured. The neighbor took a stone and knocked a sparrow off a branch, breaking its wing. Then she walked up to it. Come here, you little bird. You're worth a lot of money to me. She picked up the bird and took it home. She threw it in a cage. Every once in a while, she fed it some crumbs from the floor and water from the puddles after it rained. Hurry up and heal, the neighbor screeched. I want my money. It took a long, long time, but eventually the sparrow could move its wings and flap in its cage. The neighbor was overjoyed. Now I'll get my money. She picked up the bird and threw it out her window. Now come back right away. I want my reward. The sparrow didn't come back the first day or the second or the third. But on the fourth day, it did come back. The neighbor danced with excitement. But instead of hearing the clink of a coin, she heard the thump of a beetle. She grabbed her broom and chased the beetle out the door. But every day, and sometimes twice a day, the sparrow brought the neighbor beetles and spiders and centipedes and worms. Finally, the woman couldn't take it anymore, 
and the last anyone saw of her, she was running down the road, chased by a cloud of beetles and spiders and centipedes and worms. This story was retold by Kevin Strauss. This seems like a very straightforward story about the perils of greed, how when you're overcome or driven by greed, you'll never get what you want and will ultimately be punished. There are many traditional tales like this. And as always, we're going to dig in a little deeper and find more in this engaging little story. The first interesting character is the neighbor who thinks that if she can't find an injured bird to help, she should just hurt one instead so that she can save it and still get the reward. I find it hard to believe that she would actually believe that. Perhaps this points more to the idea that greed is something that a person is overcome by, that we can get lost in envy and jealousy, such that we lose our ability to think rationally or to act appropriately. I see that this can happen in business when people lose sight of their why and get caught up in chasing goals and desires. And in life in general, racing around the hamster wheel to achieve at all cost, instead of really seeing the point of it all, the reason that we do what we do, and the goal that's actually important to us. It's quite obvious that the bird is not going to reward the greedy, cruel neighbor. We all have blind spots, and sometimes our blind spots prevent us from seeing the obvious. It's a reminder that we need someone that we can trust to call us on our blind spots, to show us where our thinking might not be perfectly sound. I've been able to get that input, that gift really, from the coaches and mentors I've worked with over the years. The sparrow is often associated with home and family, but also as birds who live with a pecking order, they will fiercely defend their turf. This characterization is clear in the story. The sparrow, when treated kindly and gently, pays back generously. When treated cruelly, pays back fiercely. There's also some superstition around the sparrow, who is thought to bring good luck and positive omens, which was true for the woman who helped the sparrow. In some beliefs, they say that sparrows carry away the souls of the dead, so it's considered bad luck to harm a sparrow, and encountering a sparrow can be taken as a sign that one's path is likely to shift soon. It certainly was bad luck for the neighbor and her path changed as a result. When we think about this in business terms, the sparrow is a metaphor for the fledgling idea that we have that needs to be fed and watered so that it can finally spread its wings and fly. It points to both the need to nurture and take care of our precious idea, and not to follow our impatience and greed, but also to allow it to gain strength and ultimately let it go out into the world. Both of these stages can be hard, to put the time, effort, and resources required to really build something worthwhile, and then to have the courage to put it out into the world. And maybe the lesson in the story is the encounter itself. We have these random meetings in our business, which may result in a changed path for us. The question is, does it bring good fortune or does it point to bad luck? The story would suggest that this depends on our response to the encounter. Do we approach things with kindness or do we follow our greed and our own desire to gain? The bird that is healed brings gifts of gold and great wealth to the first woman. But the second bird brings gifts that are disgusting to the cruel woman, and yet they are what birds eat. They are life-sustaining food that one bird might give to another, or to its young. It's almost like the story wants us to see the gifts as revenge, but I wonder if the bird was being generous in her own way, or maybe could see that the woman, with her clearly greedy motives, 
was needing to be nourished and protected like a child. Of course, being chased by a cloud of these worms and spiders and beetles doesn't sound like much fun, but up to that point, I really do wonder what was in the bird's heart. I like to think that it's all for the greater good, that yes, there is a world where our actions have consequences and kindness is rewarded, but also that we can find it in our hearts to understand the emotions like greed that we all experience and to teach the lessons and nurture the wrongdoer to making better choices. That's a world where we all get the chance to do better, to be better, and to enjoy the symbolism that the sparrow represents, good luck and positivity that lead to peace and ease. I'm Lisa Bloom, and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Just Between Coaches and Soul Savvy Business. This episode of Once Upon a Business was produced by Cynthia Lam. Mishi Lance and Jeff Govertson assembled the episode. Danny Inney is our executive producer. Post-production was by Post Office Sound. To catch the episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It really does help us out. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Thank you.